1: domain masters hi welcome to domain masters hosted by NameJet. jet we're your hosts scott pruitt and jonathan tannenbaum i'm scott
2: and i'm jonathan and here at domain masters our goal is to help teach you how to become the master of your domains domain names are one of the most important aspects of any website critical to online business and provide a great opportunity to invest and make money on the web so here on the show we provide all sorts of information on domains and domaining We bring some of the greatest minds in the industry onto the program, covering things like new top-level domains, domain valuation, monetization, legal issues, and a bunch of other domain name-related topics.
1: And for those of you who are not familiar with Namejet, we are the leading domain name auction platform, helping businesses and investors bid on exclusive expiring and premium domain names through our award-winning backorder and auction system. Since our launch in 2007, we have processed more than 200,000 domain auctions on our platform, and we're currently auctioning about 10,000 domains per month.
2: That's right, and we'll be letting everybody know about all the cool things that we have going on. The show's intended to help you make money with domains, and we have some great auctions and inventory that can definitely help with that. So we'll make sure everybody knows what's happening on Namejet.
1: Yep, and we have a special guest with us today, Shane Coultra. Shane is the owner of DomainShane.com a domain investing blog with new content posted nearly every day, including Domain Shane's Big List, where Shane shares some of the gems that he has uncovered in the aftermarket that are currently available for sale or auction. Shane is not just a successful domainer. He also owns his own landscape and gardening business, is highly sought after as a conference speaker and television personality with nearly 10 years of on-air experience. Yep.
2: And Shane has a simple yet profound formula for success, outsmarting the dumb, outworking the smart, which I, th- I think is great. So on today's program, Shane is going to be sharing some of his insight and knowledge with us, and we're really excited to have him on the show today. So with all that said, Shane, welcome to Domain Masters.
3: Oh, thanks for having me, guys. appreciate it.
2: All right. So, to dive right into it, um, on your blog, which is DomainChain.com, and for those of us, for those of our listeners who are not familiar, that's Domain, D-O-M-A-I-N-S-H-A-N-E.com, um, you identify yourself as an accidental domainer, um, so can you talk to us a little bit about what that's about and how you got started in the space?
3: Well, actually, the, there has been a little bit of change, and the website is is i actually have a partner named Aaron Wilkin who who is the accidental domainer. But my story, uh, so we ha- we have a partnership, and that's kind of a new thing. Um, as we know in this industry, uh, writing is tough. So one person writing the whole thing had been a little difficult. So Aaron and I are partners from that standpoint. Okay. But, um, so that, so there's it's accidental domainer and domain chain, but we decided to keep just domain chain because it's easy to remember. It. And as you know, with with domains, that's what it's all about. Something that's real easy that you can type in; and you won't forget. Sure thing, yeah, definitely. So, um, so then, how about for yourself as far as how you got started in the
2: space? How, how did that happen?
3: Sure. So, I uh, I do own garden centers and nursery. It's our family started the business in 1865, and and every generation has had changes in the in the landscape, with no pun intended. But as far as business. In the '90s, late 90s, I noticed that online was starting to take over the phone book, and it was becoming obvious that people were going to start searching more and more online, so I thought it was a good idea to start buying plant names and other names to try and help people find our nursery. Well, as I started buying, I realized there were other names available, and then I realized there was a resale market, so I kind of moved away from plants. I still do plants, but I moved away and realized that I could probably make a little extra money Buying these other names, but like everybody else, the names I purchased weren't the big money names. I, you know, I I thought a thousand dollars was too much. Well, those names are probably going for a million now, but but at the time, I just didn't have the money to go for the big ones. And and like every domainer that gets started, I bought the wrong name, spent the wrong amount of money, but eventually, I figured it out.
2: Right. Oh, that's great. You know, interestingly, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but um, when I. Uh, the way that I had gotten started in the space was uh, I started working as in-house counsel for a, a company that began selling ferret supplies online and then realized that they had some success there. And then um, a lot of uh, the people, they were building stores on the Yahoo store platform, which you know not a lot of people knew what they were doing. So people were asking them for some help. So then they built out a company called Solid Cactus, which became a prominent e-commerce provider that was acquired by web.com, acquired network solutions, but, you know, kind of a similar thing where those guys had started out by doing, you know, a retail, um, well, just a, you know, different kind of business that then segued into uh into something that became a lot more and uh so that's interesting i mean definitely can relate and that's uh so i mean in in some ways you yourself then became somewhat of an accidental domainer as well um and yeah
3: i think i think we all did it there's very few people that set out in this world to be domain people maybe the next generation maybe the people that are listening to this and the new younger people coming on they went right into it but the rest of us had other things going on that needed domains or needed the internet to maybe take us forward Mm -hmm. uh, and then realize there was opportunity because we were early.
1: Shane, I love your quote, outsmarting the dumb and outworking the smart. (laughs) Tell us yeah. a bit more about that philosophy and how well, it's
3: that, you. I, I have two, two, you know, mantras and, and that's certainly one of them, you know, outworking the dumb or outsmarting the dumb and outworking the smart. And then the other one is wake up, kick ass, repeat. But I figured the first <laughs> one is a much easier to put on a, you know, on a website, but it's true. You know, I come from a working family. Yes. We're, we're business people, but we, we do work outside. We work hard. Um, and there's everybody seems to want to do everything and want to have everything, but they're either trying to outsmart them or outwork them. Most people don't really want to work. I found everybody's, always has a reason not to do something, and they don't make time. I, I say this a lot. Everybody says, oh, I don't have time, and that's just absolutely not true. There's nobody in this world that I met that doesn't have time to do what they want to do. When they want to do something, they always make time for that, but when they don't, they don't. And so uh, oh, what I found that is, you know, is there's always going to be someone smarter, and there's always going to be someone that works harder, but there's very few people that work both ends Exceptionally well, and and I figured that if I can use my brain power, and then whatever I lack in that, I, I use my physical working. I just work a lot of hours, and I work hard. And if I, I figure if I do both of those, I can accomplish whatever I want to accomplish. Plain and simple. And, yeah. and if you want to put it in words, it's wake up, kick ass all day, and then do it again the next day, and, and you'll succeed. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I think that's great. Well, how long have you been doing the blog? How, when did you launch the blog?
3: So the blog's uh, about five years old. I started blogging in two thousand and seven. I'll make the backstory short. When I I started reading, I was in the. I did a lot of trading and finance before uh, I started working for my family, and I saw some Wall Street blogs, and I thought I could. I need to combine some humor with this, and so I started a website. It was about making lots of money, having a great time spending it, and, um, and just wrote funny stories about how I spent my money and the lifestyle of a young guy with too much money. And I ended up getting over a million readers a month, and I sold it to a company called Break Media that's owned by Lionsgate Films and got out of it. And as I had a no-compete, and as I had a no-compete, I was, I was starting to get back into domains, and I said, well, this space is nice, and there were some great people writing, but I didn't see anything very funny, anything that really took these domains, had a great time with it, so I said, okay, I can make funny, fun money in Wall Street, and at the time, uh, Wall Street wasn't that fun as it was crashing, but um, <laughs> domains were doing well, and I thought, there, there's a spot here for me to have some fun with this thing, add a little humor to the space, and make a little money and show people that you can part time make quite a bit money in the space. And it, it took me a while to prove it, but I think I've proven it now over the last five years.
2: Yeah. And in the process, I mean, do you find that, I mean, have, are you splitting the day job and the blog and domaining kind of like, is that like a 50 50 split? I mean, have you seen a shift where obviously when you first started, it was a part time thing and then as yeah. you've had more success you've taken more time now you're taking on a partner and that kind of stuff but how do you how do you split that up at the moment i mean do you, have, well, you have
3: it's, like, it's pretty simple i work 2 hours a night every night on the blog and then i put 12 hours a day at the nursery so it's not even close to split but the nursery i have 35 employees i have uh, two locations going on three locations And so it requires my amount of time. It's millions and millions of dollars there. On the blog, I put two hours a day every day. Haven't missed a day in five years. You know, I I think I've probably missed those two hours five times. Okay. Vacation, everything. My family knows that two hours somewhere in that day, whether it's midnight to two, seven to nine, I'm going to put two hours into that. And that's why. I feel I've been successful is I've, uh, you know, inch by inch, life's a cinch kind of thing.
2: <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and the site's obviously great. And, and, you know, the traffic speaks for itself. And I mean, you, you've done some some really, really wonderful stuff with that. So yeah, no, and I think this is a good opportunity for us to go into our first break. So we're going to go ahead and do that. Um, and then when we come back, we'll be here on Domain Masters hosted by Namejet with Shane Culture of DomainShane.com.
0: Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned.
4: So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. winning leadership excellence and results as well as an a rating by the better business bureau for reach engagement and conversion it's all-inclusive marketing reserve a free consultation today at all slash radio
0: we're back with more domain masters where we teach you to be the master of your domain
4: master of your domain
2: only on webmasterradio.fm Okay, we're back with Domain Masters, hosted by Namejet, we're here with Shane Coulter of DomainShane.com, and we were just talking about the blog and how Shane splits some of the time between his business and the blog and uh, some of the great things they're doing with that. So uh, to dive back into it, I think Scott had a question.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really interested, Shane, in your secret sauce. Hmm. Um, You say you spend about two hours a day working on the blog, and when you sit down and build this big list, I'm interested to know how you do it what tools you're using, and what kind of criteria determines what gets picked and put on the list.
3: All right. Well, I, yeah, I'll, uh, I've really never talked about it before or told anybody because I feel like people would steal my secret. But I realized over the, the last year that, that everybody has this list of names, and um, it, it's really about knowing the market. So, so basically what I do is uh, I tried building my own tool to do it. But be, I'll be honest, I use – um, Oh, gosh. Now I just drew a blank. Um, I use expired, expireddomains.net. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a free site. It lists all the, the, the names, and it has all the data behind it, all but a couple things. Um, and it's excellent. So I always start my list by age. And it's not always true, but the older names tend to be the better names. And, again, yes, I realize that's not always true. But, but if they were registered 15 and 18 years ago, they stand a better chance of being a better name so that's 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 where I start and then I go through the list and I pick names that I think offer value that doesn't mean they're the best names on the list that doesn't mean um that they're gonna sell for twelve dollars but I think I can see a name that if you buy it at a a decent price or the price that's listed at, at that point in time that you can flip it and make money on it so that's kind of that's what I look at. and what that is is my own personal taste, and it seems over the years that people have agreed with me, and the market has agreed with me. I was really high on numerics, I was really high on short, I was really high on brandables, when everybody else was on keywords. And keywords were made a lot of money for people in parking, but as times changed, now we're back to seeing these numerics go crazy. I was I was shouting at the top of the hills, buy numerics at eight hundred dollars, and now those are all five, six thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, no, we've definitely seen that kind of traction, obviously, on our platform, and numerics are really, really strong. And, um, yeah, I mean, so you you post the big list. Do you get people that reach out to you and say, hey, man, thanks. Like, you really, you know, gave me some good insight here and helped me make money. I mean, do you ever get feedback on the success stories for people that are taking your, your you know, your list and using it to make themselves some money?
3: Oh, yeah, constantly. Matter of fact, I just got a Christmas gift today with that exact card in it. <laughs> You know th- there's two ways that I can tell that it's doing well or at least people are following one is on affiliate programs. I do put affiliate on GoDaddy I mean m- my feeling is if I'm going to provide this list then um, I need to somehow benefit from it otherwise I would just try and buy all the names myself. I realize I can't buy every name that I like I don't have the finances to do it but they, with the affiliate program, I can see what comes back, and I do very, very well with the GoDaddy. Uh, when NameJet had their affiliate program, I was more than happy on the returns, yeah. and um, and then on on Flip, the other ones too, uh, same thing. So uh, I always I always get feedback either through that affiliate program. Through the clicks, I can see how many people click through, and I also uh, I can tell by the people email me say, "Guess what? You'll never believe what I sold the name I bought for for from your list," which kind of makes me a little jealous, but at the same time, that's what it's for.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely, and I mean it's a great tool, and I and you know people are appreciative. I can imagine that when you get out to different conferences and stuff too, you probably have people that run up to you and say, "Hey, man, you know, keep it up, like you know, yeah. really appreciate it and that kind of stuff." And, yeah, uh, I-
3: it's it's surprising who does it. Even uh, you know, even the big Rick Schwartz one time wrote in a post that he found one of his favorite names of the year off my list. Oh. Uh, and, and again, that's you know everybody respects uh, Rick and, and, and other big players in the industry read it. They might spend five minutes, ten minutes scanning it, but if you find one name a week or two names a week, that's that's two names that you wouldn't have had. So it, it's worth a scan either way.
2: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And I think like when we even look at the purpose of this program about educating people about how to make money with domains, I mean, a lot of it is just introducing them to thoughts, ideas, people, resources. And, um, you know, and this is a perfect example, which is why we obviously really wanted to have you on the show, because you know, your list is something that anybody who's spending money out there on domains, I mean, should be taking a look at. Getting ideas, things like that. Like you said, I mean, you've got some of the biggest names in the the space that look at your list on a a regular basis. So, anybody who's just getting started, I mean, this gives them such you know a leg up, you know. And so, when you talk about you know evaluating what you think is going to be a a good name or where there's some real value, um, you know, one of your recent blog posts was talking about don't worry about appraisals; everybody's guessing anyway. Domains are like girls; they're all different. Everybody evaluates them differently, and that kind of thing. So. What's your, what's, what's your process there? I mean, are you trying to put yourself in the shoes of what you think other people like so that way when you're – or what other people would think is valuable? So when you're pu- putting you know, the, either the names that are available or even buying names yourself, you're trying to anticipate. I mean, I guess that's in a lot of ways what you were just saying about the numerics and trends and that kind of thing, right?
3: Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, keep, I hate to keep throwing out quotes, but they work so well. I, I always tell people, uh, believe in God, but do your decisions based on data. And and that's where that's where past history and sales make all the difference. Every day doing this list and every day doing post, I read what things sell for. So I'm getting an idea of where what types of names are, are attracting prices. And that's through all the platforms, private sales, you know, I read, read, read. Because that's how that's how we make a living is knowing what the price of these are are. And and there's an educated decision, and then there's just opinion, and there is a big difference between the two. And I felt that myself and several other people in the industry have the the history and the sales and know this market. You know, Andrew Rosner of, of Media Options and, and uh, Adam, uh, you know, Adam Strong, these guys. These guys know the industry. They they buy and sell constantly. And and I throw myself in that group. I really know the aftermarket. I feel as well as anybody because I see the numbers. No other reason. I see the numbers. So when I'm looking at these names, so these names that you have aren't going to be names where you sell the name of the product, but it's going to be a brand. That's why uh, companies like Igloo and, you know, and uh, you know, name a, game, a name I just recently purchased was Trunk. It's yeah, I'm not going to sell Trunks, although the previous person did. But Trunk.com is going to be a great name for oh, someone that has cloud services or you know some something that that would become a good brand. These are the names that have skyrocketed lately. The right. other one is things that are you know the other not everybody can afford a name like that. So what other value names am I looking at? Well. The four number nets; those have really skyrocketed. The five number dot coms. There are opportunities in every market of things that are moving forward, and knowing what the previous price is and watching a daily trend of things that are rising uh, is a great way to value names.
2: Sure. Yeah. No. I think, and that makes a ton of sense, and is very much in line with what we've been seeing. Um, what about? Um, uh, Any kind of trends being pushed by overseas buyers, either in Europe or Asia, those outside of the U.S.?
3: Well, the Chinese market is driving everything. It's not just our domains. It's the real estate in the United States is being skyrocketed. The Chinese control our markets. And anybody who denies that is not paying attention to the money flowing into the United States, into Europe, into the world. The Chinese are still on numbers. I'm not going to say we're peaking on numbers, but we're getting to the point where the three number and four numbers have become so expensive that only the elite or the top money people are able to afford them anymore. So that's pushed the Chinese down to four number dot nets and five number dot coms right now. So those are really taking off. They're starting to hit $1,000 on some of the five number dot coms.
2: Yeah, and- no, I think that absolutely makes sense. And, uh, you know, obviously... It's, it's really interesting to, to, to hear about how you view it and the way the, you know, again, keeping an eye on trends. And just, I think it goes to what you said earlier about just having to put the time and the work in. I think nothing that is worth doing comes easy, that kind of thing, where, and, and this is no different. It's just like investing in anything, you've got to know the market, you've got to have a sense of, of where things are going and where the value is. And that's not going to happen just based on. Tinkering. I mean, you don't have to spend a ton of time, obviously, in domaining if you don't, especially if you don't have it. But you know, even even as a part-time thing or anything that you, you know, care about making money with, I mean, you've got to put in some time and you've got to do the research and really knowing the space and the trends is is a huge part of that. So I think that's uh, you know that all makes a ton of sense and uh, that's great insight. So with that, we'll go ahead and jump into our next commercial break. And uh, when we come back, we'll be here on Domain Masters, hosted by NameJet with Shane Culture of DomainShane.com.
0: Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned.
4: Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com.
5: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. AuthorityLabs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com.
0: We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: Okay, we're back with Domain Masters, hosted by Namejet. And we're here with Shane Coulter of DomainShane.com. And we were just talking about how Shane values or appraises domain names and to try to key in on where some of the value is and some of the trends and things that we're seeing in the uh, space. So, um, and I think Scott had a question.
1: Yeah, uh, Shane, you're going to be going to NamesCon, right? Absolutely. Well, what are you looking forward to most at this uh, conference?
3: Well, you know, I think I'm like everybody from the standpoint. I want to see friends, uh, you know, I want to make new friends, but I really enjoy, this is the time where I can do some one-on-one with some of the friends I've made uh, in the industry. And getting back to a little bit about what we talked before, all this data that I, that I talked about is, is you know, previous aftermarket sales. When I go to NamesCon, I'm going to fill all the gaps in of the private sales, the ones we can't talk about, where the real action is. What are people selling names for privately? You know, They're non-disclosed, but when you sit down and have a beer, and, you, and as long as you prove, you can keep those numbers tight to your lips. Um, you're gonna find out a lot of other sales, thousands of other sales that really determine the price of names, and it is so valuable. It's great to hear, it's great to shake hands, it's great to congratulate, but the numbers really help you when it comes to evaluating your own names or other people's names after names got. So I really enjoy that conversation of the insider to, you know, and, and that takes a while. You have to you have to prove trust amongst peers. Um, that you're not you're not going to talk about it that it is business and it is important you don't share but it sure is nice to hear the exciting news that comes at these shows
1: so would you say that uh definitely the the relationships that you make long term as a domain investor are going to be one of the things that are going to make you most successful
3: absolutely the people that say that they they don't that the the conferences are a waste of time are leaving money on the table Uh, it's these relationships, you can't do everything by yourself. You need information from other people. You need help. Um, You don't need a pat on the back, but it sure is nice to have somebody else uh, give their opinion on what you think uh, you should sell a name for. Uh, Those opinions of peers that you've met at these conferences and talked online um, say that's a great price or I think you should get more or you might be overstretching it that's very, very valuable. And of course it's nice to have friends. There's people that love what you love. That's what friendships are about too. You share common interest. And, and you can only get that sometimes at a, at a, a conference, you know, face to face. Yeah.
2: So when you are, you know, when you're at these kinds of things or if you ever get to ICANN, um, are you buying and selling names? Like are you working on deals yourself when you're connecting with people at, uh, at the different conferences?
3: You know, my portfolio has never been strong enough in the past to do that. Um, I've definitely talked names, and yes, I've bought and sold a couple at the, at that point in time. But really, I'm not quite to the level of portfolio. You know, I have about 500 in my portfolio, and half of them are plant names that I or agriculture that I don't want to sell, and the rest I generally get more in the open market than I do another domainer. So mm-hmm. I. Sounds- So I don't do a lot of transactions. That's an honest truth on that. But I certainly talk about, uh, you know, I talk about theirs and mine that I've had and then talk about where, just kind of what we're doing here. Where do we see the the market heading? You know, those kind of things.
2: Yeah, no, I think, um, and that definitely makes sense. So so since you're obviously pretty selective when you're picking names, so what is it that when you decide to buy a name is that you're coming across a name on one of the platforms that you just think is either... You know, undervalued, or it's just you know a name that you think will will be great down the road. I mean, what what drives you to actually to to grab a name?
3: Yeah, it's it's essentially everything you said. It's a name that I think at the price that I can that I'm going to purchase it that I feel that I can turn that name around and sell it immediately for more money. If I don't think that I could sell it in five minutes for more than I paid for it, there's another name that I can't, so I kind of skip it. That's how I look at it. It doesn't matter if it's $10, $12, or $20,000. If I think that I can buy it at that price and sell it immediately, then I'm going to buy it.
1: Okay. Now, Shane, what uh, advice would you give someone who's just starting out in domain investing?
3: Yeah, one of the first things I tell them is one-off does not make a name great. So if you have uh, Namely.com, it is not the same value as name. You know, every blog post I put and every email I get says, um, "Oh, I saw that you did." uh," And I hate to use an example because it was one I just got, but hey, I saw you brought Trunk. Uh, I own. I like it because I also own Trunk Shop. Hey, Trunk Shop's not a bad name. But there's, it's in a different category, and new domainers think because they're one word off or one letter off that they're right there in the ball game, and it's just a whole nother world. One letter makes the completely different word, a wor- uh, world. The only way that I, I think that that one word can make a good uh, investment is the word the. The word the in front of some nouns is a good name and, and actually preferable. So if you're going to buy. Um, A name and you're not you can't afford uh door.com sometimes the door.com is a good buy because comparatively it's much much cheaper but still has a ton of value so those are the ways that people can get in a little cheaper but but you really have to know the industry and, and that's what new people do a lot they overpay for names that are close to very valuable names
2: no i think that's great i think that's uh you know, that's that's some great insight and I think something that they can, you know, that I think our listeners can definitely take to heart and look to utilize. So, yeah, no, and I think we are running out of time. So um, I think that's that that's it for us today. But this has been great, Shane, and we really, really appreciate you taking the time. I mean, this has been, without question, a ton of great knowledge and, and, and insight from you. So we appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Shane, it was great having you on. We're glad that you uh, were able to be here and share all these valuable insights with our listeners. Um, I appreciate you having me. Yeah, cool. Great, great. Next, if you haven't made reservations to NamesCon this January in Las Vegas, now's the time. If you've never been to a domain conference, you should definitely go. At NamesCon, you can learn about the domain name aftermarket, new top-level domains, legal issues, website development, and a host of other domain-related topics. Plus, you'll have access to meet and network with some of the domain industry's most successful entrepreneurs and thought leaders. NamesCon runs from January 11th to the 14th in Las Vegas at the new Tropicana Hotel, to register, go to NamesCon.Vegas. We look forward to seeing you there.
2: Yeah, definitely excited about NamesCon, and obviously we'll see Shane out there, and uh, that's going to be great. And uh, also to touch on a few things, since we're in shameless plug time, we'll do a couple of things we have going on at NamesJet that we want to let everybody know about. We've got some great premium.com domains available, such as Green Computer, employment EmploymentBenefits.com. We have some great .asia premiums, Affiliate.Asia, CustomerService.Asia, Supply.Asia. And then a bunch of great three-character dot-coms as well, 4GA.com, 4GC.com, 4NH, 4RL.com, and dozens more. So obviously a ton of great domains. And then uh, we'll also be launching some bundled auctions very soon, which we're calling JetPacks. And we've mentioned those, and those are very close to being launched. So really excited about that. So definitely be on the lookout. And, uh, yeah, so that's the uh, the shameless NameJet plug for the show, which we've got to do. So
1: That's right. And uh, you can also email us at radio at namejet.com where we look to answer any questions you have here on the radio show and also feel free to suggest topics you'd like us to explore yeah and
2: thanks everybody for listening and thanks again to Shane Culture for being here on the show with us today that was great and be sure to tune in next time to Domain Masters on Webmaster Radio where we help you be the master of your domains we are on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern and you can also subscribe via iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher or the Webmaster Radio app for iOS and Android thanks so much everybody and we'll talk to you all again soon